Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown, the combined weight of 853 pounds, Pigaloaf and Dr. Zom. Episode 30. 30. The millstone, as Zom would say. I am the loaf with me, the Zom. Hey. Cree, cree. And we are uh, covering some exploitation fun times this week. I think Michael P.S. Hayes would approve of the trash that we subjected ourselves to, uh, to this week. Um, so, Zom. Yeah. How was your week, sir? Uh, oh, I guess I should say the movies we were watching. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Los Demonios del Desierto, the Demons of the Desert, Desierto, and um, La Cumbia Asesina, the, yeah. the, the, the Cumbia Killer. I don't know what Cumbia means still to this point, so put it in translated just as Cumbia. Cumbia. Cumbia Asesina. It's spelled like cum, so you see. Yeah. So, Zom, how was your week now that I've said the movies? Um, uneventful. Mm-hmm. That's about it. <laughs> it's uneventful. There's nothing. Zom is uncaffeinated. I am caffeinated. Bye. I've had a weird fucking week myself. Um, All right. Well, tell me about it. Had, uh, well, it's just weird hours. So I had a I had a conversation with the powers that be at, at uh my one employment about, you know, I was like, I could, I, I, it would really help me if I could work. Like, you know, I know I'm available at eight o'clock in the morning on Sunday, but it could really help me if I could work at noon. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's like, yeah, the odds are you'll ever only ever work at 12 o'clock, one o'clock anyway on Sundays. Cause I have, I can do this other kind of side job on Sunday mornings uh, and get paid extra money for it. And if I don't have to work, then that helps me a lot. So as soon as uh, we have this conversation, the very next following Sunday, I'm scheduled at eight 30 in the morning. So I, I don't know if he did that just to fuck with me or what. I don't know, but I got, um, I got to work at eight 30 and sat there for an hour and did nothing at all. Um, and so basically for, you know, for three and a half hours before the store even opened, I did something. I, I, I did something with someone else that one person could have done in an hour and it was ridiculous. So, so thank you jerk for that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that, you know, jump through those hoops, staying late on, um, on, uh, on a Saturday, that was my dog you know, impersonation. It sounded like a dog. Um, yeah. You know, working working late on you know on Saturday at the theater and stuff, and yes. and having to get up early just kind of made 
put a ripple through the week. I ended up sleeping in the middle of the day on on Sunday and having to work again that night. And I don't know. So I didn't get much movie watching at all this entire week. Um, I did play some card games this week that were really fun. One's called Munchkin. I played it with a group of people. Um, it's kind of like a parody of Dungeons and Dragons, but it's not like role playing. It's just rolling. You know, you roll dice every once in a while, but you're just trying to basically fuck each other over the entire time. I'm glad you put it over after that. <laughs> you you play with a group of people. You're trying. You know, you're obviously just out for yourself. You don't really. You don't have teammates, um, but you are. You you all are playing simultaneously, and so. If you think you're ever going to have an easy time of it, people are going to throw cards down to try to uh, ruin your game. Hey, Munchkin. That one, that one was a lot of fun. And we uh, so we we stayed up late on last Friday and played that. And then we played this other one that uh, Randy actually uh, recommended called um, Grave Robbers from Outer Space. It's, a, it's another card game where you're trying to build a B-movie. Um, you, you set your location. You... Uh, you know, collect characters and then other people drop special effects and um, creatures onto your movie trying to kill your characters. And by the end of the hand, whoever has the, the, the biggest score movie wins. It, it was a lot of fun. So I got a second deck of uh, bell-bottom badasses of something. I think that's what it's called. It's like 70s action. And you can. what's cool is that you can mix the games together. So, you know, I'll have like black exploitation stars with my campy sci-fi cards. So it's pretty cool. There's several decks of that. So that, we played that this weekend, too. That was a lot of fun. And, you know, obviously not watching movies when I was doing that either. So, God damn it. Other than that, you know, just a lot of working. I'm um, going out of town this weekend to a surprise vacation. I'm still not sure where. My wife has bought plane tickets, and um, I'll have to report back. Uh, hope Maybe we'll end up somewhere where there's other... Uh, listeners, I can put the call out and we can meet up or something. So, uh, uh, maybe not. Um, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> so uh, Zom, Ixnay uh, on the Isler, Isner's lay. <laughs> what have you been watching this week, sir? All right, let's get right to this. Fuck. <sighs> Wait a minute. Let me have a drink. Jesus Christ. All right, I watched a um, documentary with a guy named Bill Moore, and it's called Religious to Stoke My Passion for <laughs> My War Against Christmas and Christianity. Uh, this movie's still pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, if you, listen, if you're going to talk bad about my God, you and I are going to have a problem. You know, it's like, <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm a millionaire, see, and you just fucking get the fuck out of here. Then I'm leaving God, I'm good. Um, that was the synopsis of the movie. Um, <laughs> it was pretty good. I've seen it before, but I haven't watched it in a while. And, um, you know, yeah, as far as documentaries go, um, some people might not like it because Bill Mars, he throws himself right in there. You know, he's like the star, I'm good, instead of just letting things flow. <laughs> but it's still pretty good. I liked it. And um, next thing I watched was um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Uh, I rented this one legally. Okay. <laughs> I'll buy it compared to the miniseries. Or no, I didn't rent it. I fucking bought it off of iTunes. Yeah. And uh, how does it compare? It compares exactly how I thought it would. Uh, it um, the miniseries has you know. Uh, 
ten times more time to develop all the characters. Yeah. And this one is like, well, there's so and so. Okay. Well, there's so and so. You know, they don't develop them or anything. Uh, I thought it was shot really well. I thought it was uh, cast. Eh, okay. Uh, one character in the book and in the miniseries is, you know, supposed to be this, you know, big kind of blustery blowhard of a guy, you know, and he's described as being, you know, big athletic guy, but he's just kind of a, not a dumbass, but, you know, uh, stuffed shirt. And uh, so who do they cast in this role? Uh, Toby Jones, who is like four feet tall and looks like uh, Paul Williams' gay brother or something. I don't know what. <laughs> but uh, or well, whatever. Um, uh oh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it was good though. But it, it was just uh, I knew it wouldn't live up to my expectations of uh, the other one because I love the other one so much. But we'll just move right along from there. But I thought it was pretty good. It was all right. Music. Uh, <laughs> uh, next thing I watched was a life, uh, a life apart. Uh, Hasidism in America. And this was see about these Jews, okay? They come over here and they live in America, but they don't want to change their culture, see? And they're keeping all their old, uh, uh, like, you know, just trying to preserve their old ways. Yeah, yeah. And in some ways, that's, I guess, kind of admirable a little bit. But, I mean, it's like, you know, you got to fucking assimilate, and you're going to whether you like it or not. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, but it was all right. It, it was uh, Leonard Nimoy and um, fucking – here's a tag team for you. Leonard Nimoy and Sarah Jessica Parker. Narrow. Yes. So, you know, I was like, man, as soon as I saw that, I was like, fuck yes, two of my favorites. Um, <laughs> the next thing I watched was uh, Confessions of a Superhero. And it was, of course, it was a, not of course, like fucking, oh, I'm so smart. I watch documentaries all the time. Ooh, I'm above everybody. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> now, um, Confessions of a Superhero. I had seen, um, like, I have been familiar with this piece of work for a long, long time, but I've never watched it. I thought it was pretty good. It's about um, these uh, people that dress up like superheroes or famous people and kind of panhandle outside of this one it's outside of uh, Grauman's Chinese theater and of course the theater is like these people you know they need to not be here and but it's a public sidewalk so there's like little rules that they have to enforce you can't say that you're part of the theater yeah. or represent the theater and the cops come sometimes and some of the panhandlers are you're not allowed to ask for money you know, all they can say is, well, we do work on tips, you know. People come up and want to get their picture taken. And uh, the one guy's a, uh, the main guy is a, dresses up like Superman, and he kind of looks like Christopher Reeves a little bit. And if he doesn't smile, because he's got a big gap between his front teeth if he smiles. <laughs> but he, he looks like if, if the real Superman or if Christopher Reeves – if Christopher Reeves was Superman, which we know he wasn't. He just played Superman. Uh, if he got like really old and kind of lost his muscles, uh, it just he just looks like uh, I don't know. But it's it, it was pretty good. It, it's some of some of it was kind of sad and pathetic. Uh, and uh, there's a Wonder Woman in there. It's got a nice big, nice nice butt. Uh, she's a little. She's she's not like one. Well, whatever. I don't even want to talk about that anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> she them. Okay. Smack her with a fucking tennis racket uh, <laughs> in the butt, not the face. So I'm not being violent. 
<laughs> the next thing I watched was a movie that we covered here on Silver and Gold at one time before. Okay. okay. It's called Exiled. Uh, Johnny, uh, was it, let's see, is it Johnny 2? Uh, Johnny Tao. Um, and I uh, watched that again, and it's still fucking just about, it's just still cool as shit. It was awesome. 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 Lots of shooting and friendship and stuff. Up and Boss Bay. I forgot about Boss Bay. He's great. Uh, next movie I watched was a little movie that uh, Mr. Loaf has watched and he recommends. I think he recommends it. Okay. And it's called 50 50 with Seth Rogen and uh, Joe Gordon Levitt. Never heard of it. And uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, people. Uh, first of all, I agree with some of our learned colleagues and even some of them that aren't as learned uh, that this movie was marketed really poorly. Yeah. Not that it didn't get it. The marketing, not that there wasn't any marketing, but I mean, it's like I thought it was going to be some goofy, stupid comedy, Seth Rogen, blah, blah, blah. But it was good. It was a good drama. It had some funny parts in it, but Jesus fucking Christ. I'm sitting there with tears in my eyes <laughs> over and over and over. I'm like, oh, my God. you know. So I, I was like, okay, did I really like this or did this just uh, – uh, fucking was this just a tearjerker that masturbated my emotions? Uh, and it's probably a little bit of both. But I thought it was pretty good and I thought Seth Rogen was pretty good in it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, but uh, yeah. And there was only one part that I didn't like. Um, I thought that it could have done without him – his uh, Are you kind of at the end. Well, yeah, the, the the whole thing with the therapist. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I thought that was it. Didn't really need that. Yeah. And uh, you no, know, I'm not a um, I'm not a screenwriter, and I'm not a director or anything like that. I mean, you know, some people may say Zom, you're a screenwriter, you're a director, but I'm not. And they even say <laughs> Zom, which isn't my name, but I'll answer to it because I do this show so much. Um. I thought they could have cut it off. Like mm-hmm. as soon as they put him under, they could have just cut it off and left it to your imagination, kind of a deal. What what happens? And uh, but you know whatever they did, what they did, and of course they had to have the cute little quirky, you know, uh, bumbling, uh, incompetent sort of uh, cutesy cutesy girl. And you know, uh, I never fell in love with my <laughs> therapist. That's for sure. <laughs> fucking fat ass bastard would come in there and fucking be like, okay, hey, uh, do you mind if I eat my lunch while we're doing this? He'd come in like <laughs> 10, 15 minutes after the hour starts. 10, 15 minutes after the hour starts, the fucker comes in and he's like, hey, do you mind if I heat up my lunch while 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 we're talking? You know, and you're supposed to get an hour. You get 45 fucking minutes and the whole time he's sitting over there chomping on goddamn fucking uh, uh, sub or something. <laughs> Whatever. Um, next thing I watched was a movie uh, called uh, – this was a recommend of Jake McLarge Huge from Podcast Without Honor and Humanity, and it's called The Big Heat. Uh, have you seen this? Uh, have I seen this? It's uh, a toe. I don't know. Well, if you have, you'd know it, babe. Um no, it's pretty. I, I don't good. think I saw. I don't think I've seen this one. It's it's uh, that's one of the reasons I watched Exiled again. Uh-huh. Is I watched that one and it's um, it's pretty good. It had some fucking uh, awesome uh, awesome violence in it. And uh, yeah, if if uh, if you want, you know, I can uh, I can shuttle it. Mm-hmm. Your 
Okay, I'll put it in the shuttle. Okay, okay. Uh, but uh, if you like the Exiled, uh, uh, you'll like this one. I like the Exiled uh, more, of course, because I think the big heat was it's uh, you know a lot older, but uh, it's still good. And you still see a lot of the you know camaraderie kind of a thing, and uh, and uh, just shooting, 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 and then some more shooting, car chases, and shooting, and lots of shooting. It was awesome. That's pretty early uh, on it, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, I liked it. Uh, that was a good recommend from Jake McLarge. Huge. He sent me, or sent me, he recommended three, uh, three movies, and uh, I watched uh, <laughs> I last watched this one, so the next one I'll watch for next week's show. Uh, okay, Creek, Creek. Motherfucker. If you live in West Virginia, Creek, Creek. Taking a little drink of this fracking-filled water juice. Mm-mm. Natural gas. Fire. You get drunk drinking that shit. Okay, next thing I watched was a movie called Forrest Gump. Okay, Forrest Gump. Hey, I'm Forrest Gump guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, er, this is like my niece's favorite movie. And I remember when it first came out and a bunch of us went to see it at the theater and we were like, oh, my God. But it's one of those ones that, you know, if you've seen it before, um, I think I, – I, 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 I've just seen it so many times that it's just kind of like, eh, you know, it's, it's it, it has lost its luster a bit. Yeah. Uh, um, whereas it was kind of, you know, it's a feel good movie. It's feel good. It makes you feel good sometimes. If you don't feel good, you watch Forrest Gump. Um, and, uh, but it was just okay. It was on TV too. So, you know, not that that matters, but, uh, you know, I like to, whatever. Uh, next thing <laughs> I watched was, uh, Deadly Prey. Which yeah. uh, that's on YouTube, is, right? Yes, it's on fucking YouTube, and it's it's um, uh, they didn't even break it down into ten fucking parts that you have to keep clicking. You know, I love ten. That. It's just one whole fucking movie, and uh, it's still fucking awesome. <laughs> it's just so fucking awesome, babe. It's awesome. Um, we gotta cover that one, babe. You see, Danton, Mike Danton. I mean, everybody that comes up on it's like <laughs> Danton. <laughs> Mike Danton, but he's he's uh, you know that's good. Uh, next thing I watched was a movie with Marlon Brando, and it was called The Last Tango in Paris. And uh, I recommend this movie. I think it was really good. Um, my 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 uh, my friend Kara is a big fan of butter. Thanks to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god. Well, it's it's kind of like Deliverance where okay, the only thing people, you know, people as soon as you say Deliverance are like, "Eh, hey, we're like a pig." Wee! If you say Last Tango in Paris, everybody says, "Oh, you know, I want to fuck her up there. I don't want to do any spoilers, but you know, with the butter." But uh I mean, besides that, that's like a, a tiny little it, it is pretty funny. Well, I don't even know if it's funny because um <sighs> You try that. <laughs> but um, I have a bone. I, I don't know if I'd ha- say I have a bone to pick, but I, I've uh, – now, in that movie, I think it was supposed, supposedly obvious about this. But I've st- heard like several movies where like a guy uh, – I watched the movie with uh, Ben Gazzara that was about uh, – you know, it's based on the Charles Bukowski book. Can't remember what the fucking thing's called. And this hot chick, you know, is um, – in his room or whatever, and she gets up. She goes and like, or he picks her up, and they're and they're uh, they go back to his um, a, a little scummy skid row kind of apartment or whatever. And uh, he sits down at his um, 
typewriter and she lays on the bed and she goes, I'll be going to fuck. And he goes, I'll fuck you in the morning. And, you know, this is really weird because, I mean, this chick is so hot and he was really gross, you know, and old <laughs> like me. And, uh, and so in the morning, you know, after he sits there and types and drinks and everything, I guess he just was like, you know, hey, I'm in no rush. You're here. So she goes to sleep. And the next morning he's sitting there and she gets up and goes and stands by the window and just lifts her dress or skirt up or whatever and she's got the fucking uh, you know a glorious ass like a wild animal um and he walks over and gets behind her just has his clothes on has his aviator sunglasses on uh, that, that are mirrored so you can't see his eyes walks up behind her unzips his fly doesn't even take his clothes off and just starts screwing her and i was reading some reviews and this like you know oh the part where he sodomizes her in front of the window let me let you know a little secret people just because you're fucking a woman from behind doesn't necessarily always mean that you're <laughs> fucking sodomizing her. You know, sometimes it, I mean, maybe some of, some of these, I don't know what they're thinking, but, you know, it could be that you're just doing her doggy style. Um, now, if you're screwing a guy from behind, yeah. <laughs> Unless he has two holes back there, babe. Okay. Uh, so I just want to clarify. I wanted to get that off my chest. Uh, <laughs> I read a Thor comic book too. It was really good. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Uh, That's it. All right. That's it. Um, I only watched two movies this week other than for the show. Okay. This is uh, from the Barnes & Noble Criterion sale. I watched Wings of Desire. Oh, yes. Der Himmel über Berlin. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. Uh, Vim Vendors. I had never seen this one before. Uh, you know, it's one of those ones I just purchased because I just heard it was awesome. And it was. It was awesome. I, this I is one where Bruno Ganz plays uh, after Hitler goes to heaven and becomes an angel. Yes. Then he hangs out in Berlin and is like, mm, look over there, I'm gay. Everything's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Hey, look over there. There's uh, all these Jews walking around. I don't like that. I'm kind. Hang um, hey on. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you hated those people. I'm going to have to like come back to life, see? And um, Oh, wait. Spoiler alert. Um, I uh, I liked it a lot. I I posted in the Facebook group. I was like, "Is there any fucking shot in this movie that's not just beautiful?" Uh, the movie gets a little odd at times. It's a little, you know, like people kind of giving, I don't know, soliloquies almost, just kind of talking. Yeah. Um, I really, really, really liked the stuff though with people thinking, and it's, it's just kind of pans across all these people and just like their everyday thoughts and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it was just really neat. I liked it a lot, it was, and it was beautiful. So, and Bruno Gans was really good, and. I really liked the chick that did the. I don't remember. I don't know her name, but the the acrobat or you know whatever she was, trapeze artist. Um, mm-hmm. And I also said on the Facebook group, I really would like a time machine to go back and see fucking Nick Cave in Berlin in the mid '80s. That would be badass. Um. So yeah, that was very good. Very good. Peter Falk too. Peter Falk was was very good in it too. Um, oh, my ass is itching. That, that, guy, that guy has got. <laughs> Quite Not the, because of that movie. Quite the crooked eyeball, which is <laughs> funny. Well, he had a fucking glass eye. That might have something to oh, do with it. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Now, listen. Okay. Listen, if you're going to be insensitive about people with glass eyes. <laughs> That's funny. I'm have to put a his, name in the, his name in the movie, his his character <laughs> name in, on IMDb is Dare Film Star. 
<laughs> Dear film star, crazy eye. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched, which I finished this morning, The Tale of Zatoichi um, from 1962. This is the first Zatoichi, uh-huh, the blind yeah, swordsman yeah, yeah. Yeah, movie. Yeah. Uh, and this was awesome, too. Uh, I did good this week. This was another Criterion release, it looks like. It's on Hulu+. Plus. Uh, so I just watched two Criterion films this week, and I like this one a lot. Yes! The I don't, you know, I've said it before, it's hard for me to get into samurai films sometimes, but they kept this one, um, they kept the story of this one simple enough for my dumbass to follow it, so that's always good. Um, people called him game, uh, a gangster in th- throughout the movie, and I guess they had a different definition of gangster. He seemed just like a a guy that, you know... He kind of plays on his blindness and kind of can slightly rip people off at times, but it didn't really seem like a gangster so much. Maybe that he worked for different, it's like the start of the Yakuza, like this samurai clans and stuff. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I really liked it. Um, the guy that plays uh, Shintaro Katsu, the guy that plays Zatoichi, I thought he looked like a young... Um, like, Chris Christopherson? Yes. Lone Wolf and Cub. That's funny that you said that because I listened to Jesus was a Capricorn on vinyl. Duh, he ate organic food. <laughs> um, he kind of looked like – I thought it was him for a second, just like a really young uh, Lone Wolf. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, I mean he, it's not him, but uh, he looked like those two – the two brothers. You know, a little chubby face, a little chubby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll be watching the rest of those. All There's 18 of them on, on Hulu, so – the only oh. other that Zatoichi uh, I had seen before, I believe, was the one from the late eighties. Um, that I, I don't. Th- it was not the same uh, same person. Mm-hmm. It was the one directed by. Maybe it wasn't. I thought it was the Takeshi Katano. But I think it's the one from eighty nine. Is the one that I saw. Oh, it is him. It was him. Shit, he was just really old. I've seen the one from eighty nine. So. Did you see the one with Rutger Hauer where he uh, is like it's uh, I don't know was it called Blind Swordsman? I mean, they, like he basically plays the part, and uh, it's like an Americanized version. But even though Rutger Hauer's not American, um, it was uh, I started watching. It and I was like, I can't get into this. You know, here's <laughs> Rutger Hauer walking around like a samurai in modern day, but he's fucking blind. It's fucking just stupid. Just now, stupid, if guy. they would have had Peter Fall playing that part, he would have just been half blind. <laughs> The Zatoichi, the half-blind yeah, swordsman. He's like, my only weakness is from the left. <laughs> he can throw, He just like like the like when uh, in the old comedies when they throw marbles on the ground. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oops, whoops! There goes my eyeballs, and people are like, oh, oh God, please! I'm disgusted. Run away. Um, the that would um, suck. I mean, I couldn't even imagine that. I mean, just walk around with one eye closed. I mean, it's really fucking inhibitory. It's annoying, man. I guess you get used to it after a while. Well, I mean, it's annoying for you, but I mean, the person with no eye is really bad. <laughs> the uh, I gotta thank um, Ryan on the Facebook group for the awesome uh, uh, silver and gold poster that he made. Yes, that was the the fucking <laughs> so uh, Dawn of the Dead one or whatever it was. Yes, and the, also I, the awesome Jiminy yeah. Cricket he made us the week before. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. We gotta I mean, get some shirts made. Right, something, yeah. If anybody would want to wear a Jiminy Cricket with his cock out. Uh, if anybody wants to make those t-shirts and send them to us. <laughs> we would awesome. greatly appreciate it because we're Fuck fucking Yeah, free. man. Seriously. We're giving you this shit for free. <laughs> fucking man up. You ingrates. <laughs> you fucking ingrates. Uh, so that was it for me this week. 
<laughs> so it's a slow week. It'll be a slow week again this week. I, I foresee because I'm going to start gone. being one of those, huh? <laughs> well, I'm going to be gone from Friday. Well, I didn't get to watch anything Friday huh? until Tuesday night. So I'm, I'll be lucky to get our fucking movies <laughs> in this week. I'll carry the load. You'll I carry the load. The loath load. Giggity <laughs> <laughs> goo. All right, let's do. Uh, you know what would? You know what would cure that problem? What? Divorce. <laughs> Shuck all those responsibilities out the window. Say, listen, lady. Okay, you go listen, lady. Okay, it, but... I got some movies to watch. See, and Zom <laughs> is a very important part of my life. Okay. Yes, we. Have, I have a career in podcast. Jackie Gleason has an album. Oof. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. All right. Well, let's just move on. Let's hope it's the character from fucking, uh, uh, not Cannonball Run. What the, is that, is that the one he was in? Yeah. (laughs) Let's hope it's that. I I got, um, I bought the Sputnik, uh, Mask Men and Midgets book, um, and there's a CD with it. Yeah, I haven't. The, I haven't listened to that. The, it's dumb. The, there's only four tracks on it. There's one, there's only one good track, the, um, the handsome Jimmy Valiant song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, there's this one with just it, – it's just – it's Sputnik, Monroe's – I don't know if it's an interest. I don't know if they sold this record or something, a 45. But basically it's just like a rockabilly band and somebody will start playing and then Sputnik will just go, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. You call that music and he'll kick the person out. And then they'll start playing another song and be like, no, no, no. That's the whole thing. It goes on for like five minutes. Nice. It's just like, oh, fuck. It got old Have you quick. ever heard that there's one song and it's I'm I'm pretty sure I think Jimmy Hart's the one that's doing the singing and it's like Monday night memories and he's like Jackie Fargo Sputnik Monroe I have heard that <laughs> they hurt my feelings I appreciate I, I appreciate Jimmy Hart but not as some, as of the, some of the su- music he made, e. he wrote Honky Tonk Man song. Yeah, I know that was a hit. <laughs> it's cool. It's was, he res- was he responsible for fucking uh, Greg Valentine becoming Honky Tonk's man? Honky Tonk Man's protege. He had this long, long, stringy black hair, and Valentine just looks crazy. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's take a break and let's come let's back. Let's not talk about wrestling. <laughs> We've talked about a lot of wrestling the last couple of weeks. Let's yeah. do. Uh, since I have it open first, we're going to cover Demons of the Desert from 1990. Oh, God, that's the one we were supposed to watch? Whoops. We'll be right back. Oops. Do you find yourself looking for a different type of genre podcast? Do you find yourself on the weekends wondering when you will find that one film that might change your life? Well, then maybe you should check out The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema with your host Big Willie and the Samurai. Bringing class to the trash since 1977 and rocking the house. You can find The Gentleman at ggtmc.com. to the trash.
We're back in break. You like that song, dude? I fucking love that song. Cause you let it fucking, you just kept let, I was like, hey man, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Did Love Drop Dead or something? Queens of the Stone Age. Good hey, I made a promise to, um, to, um, all of our fans out there <laughs> that if and when, not if and when, but when, <laughs> when we review Triple X and Triple X State of the Nation with Ice Cube, we, we have to play all, uh, Kesha songs. The whole oh God. Fucking, the whole show. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do those two next week instead of the others. Man, I'm telling you what, I went walking last night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me tell you something. And, uh, I just realized that, uh, whatever. I bought these fucking, uh, hiking boots at Target. And I just realized as I'm sitting here with nothing but my goddamn underwear on that I have the, the biggest goddamn blister on my toe. And it looks like something out of uh, Total Recall, like you a mutant baby. You can't go cheap on on hiking boots. No, I've you learned, can't. I've learned that the hard way in the past. Oh, ooh, doggy. Yee, boy. Yee-hee. Right. Triple X. Our first film of film. the week. As Bobby Clark would say, film. Los Demonios del Desierto. Now, both of these were my choices, films from 1990. Oh, you better believe it was your choice. (laughs) I have quite the affinity for trashy Mexican cinema. Boy, howdy. Uh, This film, uh, I would be surprised if this ever made it to a a cinema, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's, uh, it's directed by Luis Quintanilla Rico. Uh, it stars now. If anybody is familiar with Mexican exploitation cinema of the eighties and nineties, you'll recognize the two stars of this: uh, Fernando and Mario Almada. They're two brothers who were always in action movies and <laughs> always de- always appear to be elderly. Uh, they always get they always get young chicks. <laughs> um, they were in. They were in films, I mean, God, probably for years and years. One of them, Fernando's still alive, born in 1929. Mm-hmm. He has 150 acting titles all the way back to 1935. Jesus. Fuck it, <laughs> um, But most of his stuff happens, most of his filmography happens in like 1985. He's in three, pretty much three movies a year in 1985. Jesus. But uh, maybe he's done. These two guys have done everything from horror to. I watched one. It was like a Mexican giallo they were in. Ah. But uh, this one, is, they play. A, um, they don't branch out too far from their norm and play a couple sheriffs who become involved with a band of desert cultists. Um, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, led by somebody that looks oddly like <laughs> like. Um, like Kurtz. <laughs> yeah, Kurtz. Now. Kurtz. Um, so Colonel yeah, Kurtz. I, it's this is a hard one to synopsize because it's kind of a fucking mess. But I will uh, let Zom take the lead here. And I'm trying to drain this blister on my toe, <laughs> and I don't have a pen, and I'm taking a goddamn toothpick. No, uh, one of those plastic ones, not a wooden one, and I'm trying to drive it through there, but it's not working. So anyway, I'll anyway. just get. Let's let's see. Okay, well, um, have you started? <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, it's all on you now. <laughs> okay, all righty. In a world called Mexico, 
I don't want to, you know, I guess this takes place in Mexico. I don't want to be like a yes. racist yeah. or stereotypical. Yes, it does take place in Mexico, but um, yeah, it does. We'll just say Okay. Um, the, uh, there, there appears to be a, uh, a biker gang. And you get that right off the bat. So this is no spoiler alert here. It's right in, right in the first few seconds. Okay. They're having a party. Um, and, and this, this, if you thought uh, that um, the biker gang from Stone was uh, a, a little bit odd or their choice in motorcycles, this, is a, this, is, this biker gang has a hodgepodge <laughs> of motorcycles. And, and uh, some of them huh? – And members. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. But I mean, it's uh, some of them for the terrain that they're that they're in. Um, I mean, you see these guys on like these big ass like Harley Harley Davidsons, like big cruisers. Yeah, the ones they're, with the old dudes. You see old dudes riding yeah. around now with their with their wife, and they have yeah. the helmets with the uh, microphones on them. Oh god! And the big the big metal saddlebags on the back, <laughs> and the big metal sat or the big saddlebags are on their wife's hips. Um, <laughs> So anyway, they're not metal though. They're just pure cottage cheese and pantyhose. Nom nom nom. Nom nom nom. Um, the, 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 these God, guys I'm are like. Hungry, uh, I wish I, I could eat some cottage cheese. Oh my god! At least you didn't say something really super gross. Uh, usually, when you talk about what you eat, it kind of just. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, they're doing. They're they're like. Uh, uh, on these big ass Harleys that probably weigh nine hundred fucking pounds, and they're like spinning out in the dirt and <laughs> and um, just doing shit that you know you wouldn't think of. But then they have also guys that are on dirt bikes, which would make sense. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this movie does not make sense. Um, <laughs> apparently, this this wild band of marauding uh, motorcyclists are led by uh, pseudo le. Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, this guy, who I will refer to as Colonel Kurtz, because I cannot remember what his name was. What was his name? Uh, Father Damien. Father, da- yes, Father Damien. How the hell could I fucking forget that? <laughs> He's kind of, a, 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 which is the truth, because okay, he wears a a, a white suit, and they're out in the goddamn dirty ass desert with dust everywhere. But he also, you know, has the um, the priest collar. And uh, to to top off the ensemble, he has like a gunfighter's uh, like uh, a holster that's tied around the leg. Yeah, the, he has the, le- the one that goes down to the knee. Yeah, it's it's kind of kind of uh, kind of strange. Uh, and he sort of, I mean, if it was like the a nineteen seventies uh, movie like Race with the Devil, I guess you could kind of see that where they would always have like a satanic cult. And this guy, you know, this, it's sort of like that. This guy's the cult leader. Satanic cults are super super common in these in these uh, Mexican exploitation. Oh films. yeah, they like they they, they have the the satanic stuff done. You know, not up here because we are uh, a nation founded on Christ- Judeo-Christian values. <laughs> well, the, uh, this, this is a weird, a weird uh-huh. gang because so we got some punks in here. You have like, people wearing leather with like different colored hair. Um, you got <laughs> oh, the sidekick was- guy to Damien who wears a fucking Canadian tuxedo with Gringo. He's like, yeah, they call him Gringo even though he's Mexican, and he. I mean, I guess he kind of looks like a white guy, but he. Oh, and what's that supposed to mean? No, you know, and he's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and he, you know, he's like a cowboy. And then you have like, uh, you know, the generic, whatever, like kind of card reader lady. You have Father Damien, who's a cult leader. So it's like, and he's preaching what seems to be like communism, like revolutionary communism, like against uh, consumerism. 
So yeah, communist cult yeah, biker punk. So it's a it's a definite mismatch. And then there's the one guy with the swastika on his arm that I'm sure will come up in a little while. <laughs> it's Don Fargo. That's what he was doing when he wasn't wrestling. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Was wasn't there a guy named Stag? Stag was the Stag was the um, he had the paint, kind of sort of pseudo paint on his face and was yeah, he the, was, he was more like the you know the second guy in command from the Mad Max movie yeah he was like yeah. the, he was the head of like the punk faction of this weird conglomerate <laughs> of 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 gang and his girlfriend <clears throat> there's this girl <laughs> okay and I have a dust mop in the basement that my grandma made out of yarn. <laughs> And her hair, it's blue. It's like light-colored blue. <laughs> Maybe sort of almost aqua, but a light-colored blue. And that's what her hair looked like. It was the same consistency of that yarn. And uh, she's sort of a punk. And um, <laughs> she dances a lot. And then she also, to show how evil she is, she it, it's like a – I don't know if I would say this is a cliche in movies, but um, – she gets orgasmic about like people getting murdered or like uh, if somebody's laying there dying, she'll get the blood all over her hands and rub it on her chest and face. And, or the one dude know. shot in the chest that she she squats yeah. over and rubs his face in her puss while he's dying. <laughs> puss. <laughs> well, really, I mean, it was her leg, but you know, yeah. we get the hint. She was, yeah, we knew what we know what they were trying to say. Um, <laughs> So anyway, they uh, they have this uh, gimmick where they uh, uh, anybody that goes off this road, which will save you three hours if you go out this road <laughs> to any de- any destination on Earth. If you're going like from Mexico to Las Vegas and you take this road, it'll cut off three hours, but it's very dangerous. Okay, and you're thinking, okay, well maybe there's potholes, maybe you know the road's not so good or whatever. No, if you go out that road, you're going to get fucking attacked, murdered, you're and get fucking shot, murdered. raped, and have a puss rubbed in your face while you're dying. <laughs> and a, yeah, and that puss had to stink because she wore like this leather uh, <laughs> hot pants, and uh, she wasn't much of a dancer. But they did like to dance a lot. They yes, would have they... like parties and dance and and frolic. But it, the thing is, every time they were having fun. Uh, and they were dancing and like having a fire, like a you know barrels that are on fire and shit like that. <laughs> um, they would, um, uh, they would. Uh, the preacher would come out and interrupt, uh, or the priest. I'm sure it was probably a priest, you know. Because you know they are. I'm good. Yeah. Um, he would come out and interrupt them, and they would have to have a ceremony. And generally, what they would do, you talk about uh, woman haters uh, <laughs> in this, <laughs> this movie. Um, they would – no, I didn't – well, I guess I kind of understood it. It's like if you – the people they were robbing, if you were an adult male, you were, they would kill you. Yes. Okay, they wanted the women and they would take like young boys. And for some reason, they would have these ceremonies where they would drug the boy and then force him to kill – or not force him because he would just be drugged. They would like uh, brainwash him into killing either his mother or yeah, yeah, yeah. his girlfriend. I don't know, you know, something like that. And it was just kind of, you know, uh, whatever. And um, but see, they make a mistake because you have these two seventy-year-old twin brothers, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like uh, they're like the, a cross between Buford Pusser. And Andy Griffith, and they're <laughs> sheriffs in this town, and they're they're they're, they're like uh, I think they were uh, co-joined twins at birth, and they cut them in half, and um, they look alike, they walk alike, they dress alike. And uh, when I say they walk alike, like if they are, 
if their car gets shot up and they're on foot, they walk in single file with their jackets. Each of them have their jackets slung over the same shoulder and their gun over the other shoulder, carrying their gun the exact same way. It's like they're a mirror of each other. I, I'm not even sure that there was more than one person and it was just like <laughs> a reflection or a, an illusion. They use that cheap uh, using the mirror to split the screen in half. Yeah. Kind of. And uh, and uh, they they established really soon, really early, that these two are badasses. Because even though they're like on ger- they they fucking have like so much geritol and you know <laughs> itchy ass and all kind of stuff and all these problems. Just fart really loud. Pro- yeah, prostates <laughs> the size of a goddamn mayonnaise jar. They whip ass. And uh, first of all, they're crack shots. I mean, they just fucking can just draw their pistol and shoot. <laughs> they, don't, they don't bother getting out of the way of bullets. They kind of like half-ass stand behind the uh, car door. Well, it's because their knees are bad and they can't bend over and they're back. <laughs> but uh, they could be fighting like a 20-year-old guy, you know, and, and just... Uh, oh, whip the I, shit out of those beds. <laughs> I don't know if they were trying to... Uh, if these guys are like... What I kept thinking in the when I was watching this was these guys must be like... Um, the Charles Bronsons of Mexico. Yeah. Bronson got that, yeah. older. You know, he was like really fucking old and puffy faced and everything, and he would still just whip the shit out of, you know, just pummel physically, just overpower and beat the hell out of people. They had some ball kicking in this. You know, they'd kick the guys in the balls, but most of the time they were just two fisted badasses. Well, somebody makes it, and I was kind of like watching this, and at one point, I was thinking, okay, now wait a minute. Did that guy just say that's his wife? And he's going <laughs> to set his brother up with a – now, were they supposed to be brothers? Yes. Well, okay. I assume. I mean yeah. – I mean they look exactly fucking Yeah, the yeah. they have the same mustache. They wear <laughs> the same outfit the whole fucking But they're movie. not brothers in real life? They are brothers in real life, okay, but they're not, okay. I don't think they're twins. No, but, uh, well, one of them looked a little bit younger, like yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. like a uh, like a year or six months younger or something. Like that. That's not even possible. <laughs> six months. Younger. Yeah, one, one actually one was one is seven years older than the other. Okay, well, uh, but <laughs> I don't know what that says about which one because they look a lot alike, and the one's seven years younger, but. He must have had a hard life too. Well, he was probably seventy, and the other one was eighty. Was, no, I would say that one of them was probably sixty-three, and the yeah. other one. Was probably I think 70. when this was made, let's say nineteen ninety. So one was one was sixty-one, and the other one was sixty-eight. I mean, they're fucking old, man, and they don't even look at you know. I mean, oh, they have another brother, uh, Horatio. I wonder if he was an actor too. <laughs> yeah, he was their younger brother. He was only like sixty nine. Um, so anyway, you come across these these, these girls, and it, they're driving to go visit. You know, he, uh, the one brother is married, and he says, you know, I guess the other one was kind of like um, uh, had you know bad luck with women or whatever. So he says, you know, I'm gonna set you up with, set you up with my sister in law. And they show up and you're thinking, okay, they're gonna show up. There's gonna be these old ladies there and right? And there's these fucking young girls <laughs> like twenty six years old. And one of them was kinda cute too. That one that wore the tight pants, man, I was getting a fucking boner <laughs> because it was like she had the same fashion that like the girls wore when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, with the real super duper skin tight jeans that they almost have to fucking like, you know, uh, uh, fucking like painted on jeans and those little <laughs> boots that the jeans are tucked into. Oh yeah, 
And she had an, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't want to get into the other movie, but they had some fucking nice, uh, the women, that girl in this one, and then the main girl in the other one, just, I mean, woohoo, man, I like <laughs> honky-tonk, man. Uh, but so anyway, the, of course, these girls are going on, they're going to go on the trip. And take the three-hour shortcut that's you know nobody returns from. How they I don't know how they, uh, huh? They have to go get a dress. That's I mean, yeah. it's like <laughs> just get a fucking dress in Mexico City. Jesus Christ! Yeah, let's go. Well, it's it's three-hour shortcut to Mexico City if you go on this road. <laughs> oh, right. Which I don't know how they decided that how they ever found out that that road takes three hours off wherever you're going because everybody that travels on the road <laughs> is like, obliterated by this, ga- by this mismatched gang. <laughs> Yeah, marauding band. I just I, I got my toe. I took a pocket knife uh. toe to fucking drain. Um, though it's better than letting it get in there and just sit in there, you know. So anyway, good. It just reminds me of that fucking one girl with the blue hairs, cunny juice <laughs> seeping out of my toe. Cunny, 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 cunny juice. Uh, cunny. <laughs> uh, so um, they they make the mistake of traveling on the road, and of course, you know, here comes fucking Colonel Kurtz's fucking merry band of fucking assholes. And uh, so, yeah, the, so when they attack these people on the road, they're kind of doing three things at once: they're stealing money to support their party habits. They which, are yeah, their party habits. Yeah, they're getting young men to join their gang, which I guess they get women at some point, and then they get women to for the young men to kill to kind of indoctrinate them into the into the gang. Yeah, and because, uh, uh, because that makes you anti-consumerism when you kill your mother. <laughs> it was kind of I, I I lost for some reason I don't know why <clears throat> when you're talking about the consu- anti-consumerism stuff I didn't even remember any of that I just remember him giving these fucking stupid speeches and saying okay she is she is the enemy she is the enemy kill her kill her you know and uh why am i saying that with like a fucking accent you know it's stupid <laughs> um but um matala matala orale uh, <laughs> arriba la raza uh now jesus christ i'm going to get another email about that um, <laughs> so anyway moving right along uh <laughs> <laughs> they um of course it, it ends up being that you know they they uh they get uh old cranky old men's um hot young wife and uh of course then they they have to go you know and and rescue her and uh they they make a plan and the plan is first we're gonna rescue <laughs> oh, yeah. first woman. first we rescue linda yeah then we fuck them up <laughs> And then we fuck them up. And, you know, I mean, it's like, but the thing is, okay, if it was, say, Lee Marvin saying that or something like that, you'd be like, yeah, okay. These guys look so. They're, like your they're, grandpa saying it. They're so unthreatened. No, my grandpa fucking saying that would be realistic. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm not even going to go into that because he was a, um, yeah, let's not even, let's not even go down that path. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I've been an old man. Um, he, um, oh, they, they, they are so unthreatening looking. Yeah, yeah. And even if they were in their day, 
you look at him now, like if that if, if either one of those guys came up to me and threatened me, I would fucking probably laugh in their face. And when they went to throw a punch, it would be like a sloth. You know how they move in slow motion. <laughs> I think they even stunt doubled some punches in this one. Well, they had to because the guys probably would have threw their back out. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and um, so they they have to go in and of course rescue the young chick, which I understand. I mean, if you got a hot young chick and you're that old, you don't want to lose her. <laughs> no, so yeah, you'll all. go in there and fucking whoop some ass. You had some cross. Crossbow action. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that fits with the <laughs> roving band of punks. I think like with the Mad Max, kind of a Mad Max thing. And I fucking love. Yeah, I just love Mexican punks because they're always so low rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with it's, their it's dollar like, store face paint and their fucking wigs or fake tattoos. Love them. They're, they're trying to. They're they're just like a, a little bit out of uh, sync with. Like you said, it's almost like okay. They if they saw um, grunge, then you know they would just fuck it up. It, it would look like if you went to the dollar store or something, and they would buy like Tommy Hilfiger stuff. No, they'd do the opposite, which would make it look wrong. They wouldn't go and buy the to the thrift store and buy like flannel shirt or something like that. Or whatever. they would have like, a, oh my God, Jesus Christ! I just remembered something. Right. There's one dude in this, and he is, um, if I remember correctly, he's. One of the one of uh, uh, Father Damien's henchmen, and um, if I remember correctly, I think he's a homosexual. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, that guy. And, uh, <laughs> he his, has the worst fucking hair. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like he creates, he comes everything back, but then he has these bangs at the front. <laughs> these but bangs it's not that are like slicked down right yeah. above his eyebrows into a perfect square, slicked down. And there was one part where. He either killed somebody or something, and he has this big like – or no, he was riding a dirt bike. And um, he he lays the dirt bike down, and he kills somebody or something. And when he goes back over, right before he gets on the bike, he, he checks those bangs. He, he kind of pats them <laughs> down to make sure they're in place. They're not very um, – in a lot of Mexican films, and this kind of reminds me – now, Indian films aren't this trashy, but some of the uh, lower budget Bollywood films are the same way where an old dude always has a young chick and there's always kind of over the top gay men that they make fun of mm. by just by them just being over the top. Um, and Mexican films are the same way, but oh yeah, yeah because well in the in the culture, I mean, it's so so macho, you know, down there. It's, uh, it's uh, it, nothing in this movie. It surprised me at first, but then I started thinking, you know, about like the you know uh, you know machismo, mm-hmm. you know, culture down there, and how you know that that the one documentary about the old cowboy guy that. Uh, that uh, would take oh, right, guys right. down to Mexico and get them brides. Yeah. One of the reasons that he would always tell them, you know, said, you know, you don't want an American woman. You would go down there and find you a good, you know, Hispanic woman is because they are taught to be subservient down there from the time they're little kids, you know, to, to, to serve the men, you know. And so it's kind of like that, you know, just the fact that these, these old farts have this young girl is just ridiculous. And, uh, you know, maybe that's something that happens down there. I don't know. But my friend just went to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend that went to the Dominican Republic, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I have the same guy. There's but no way. He, he, he he went down there and uh and the girl that he went to meet he's fifty I think fifty two years old the girl he went down there to meet was twenty four and um she 
when he got there, he was kind of let down because he thought he was going to go down there. I mean, he literally wants to meet a, a, a woman, a lady, and bring her back here or whatever, yeah. marry her whatever, which is kind of – I wouldn't say it's stupid. It's stupid if you go down there and you're 56 years old and you think you're going to get some young chick. Go down there and find some of your fucking age. <laughs> but um, he went down there and she had been a, a, a nun. So there was no boom boom in the room room. Uh, oh no! <laughs> and he went all the way down. He's been Dominican Republic. He's been to like all over. He was, you know, was, that's why I was looking at those Russian brides that one time. He needs because, to call up that dude. <laughs> yeah, the old cowboy. Yeah. I don't know if he's, he might not even be alive anymore. He's pretty old in that movie. Of course, he might be making Mexican uh, fucking action movies. Um, but the um, <laughs> he'll be a st- big star. Yeah, well, fuck, you could be probably, you know, for a song and a dance. Talk about Kickstarter. If you got a, a two thousand uh, dollar Kickstarter campaign going, you could probably go down there and make it with their equivalent of Avatar. Uh, <laughs> well, the uh, the gay guy also not only does he have the bangs, he also has this disgusting mustache, <sighs> and he always wears this black tank top, so you can see his. It looks like a sharpied on swastika tattoo. Yeah. Now, well, the a, one this, guy. The, the swastika stacks. is at a tilt where it's it, it's actually the Asian swastika, which I don't. I guess they didn't realize that, but it's, it's not, yeah, it's not like the Nazi thing. It's right. uh, like peace and love or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the the uh, the uh, stag also he has the black sharpie. Like t- I guess they're supposed to be tattoos on his face, and I couldn't tell what they were supposed to be, but it was just like lines. Yeah. I don't know if they're supposed to be lightning bolts or something, but I mean it was not even done well. Sharpie tattoo. <laughs> It, probably, um, it changed scene to scene. <laughs> but pretty much. I mean, it's it's a snatch and grab. I mean, they go down there and whoop some ass and, uh, you know, try and rescue their woman. And uh, um, there's a little fucking – there's a there was a kind of a little subplot, very thin subplot. Uh, one of the guys that was in the gang uh, it was just kind of like getting fed up with it and was like, you know, uh, fuck Father Damien. Oh, don't say that. If Father Damien hears you, he'll kill you, you know, and I get an email about that one. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so anyway, um, I, I mean, I don't have that much like that much to say other, you know, uh, about that much more. I mean, you had the crazy. I mean, there's stuff in it that you sit. Uh, yeah, I can sit there and laugh about big yeah. time. But I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty shit much. Shit movie. Yeah, it's pretty shit movie, and it's pretty standard. You know, uh, if you had it up here, I mean, it's just a. It's not really a revenge movie, but I mean, it's sort of a revenge movie. Yeah. They go and just get revenge, and but I mean, the and save the girl or whatever, or try to. Spoiler alert. Well, you got. Uh, you got a. There's a scene in it that's reminded me of this. Um, I think it was New Barbarians with uh, what's that guy's name? He had he had a big white stripe in his hair in the movie. Um, wow, what's his fucking name? Uh, New Barbarians, George Eastman. Uh, yeah, where, where he was like torturing like the guy that was with Fred Fred Williamson. It's mm-hmm. a scene kind of like that with the with people like chained up and um. For some reason, he only hurts one of them and then releases them in the desert. That's kind of weird. Anyway, oh, the, I know uh, one thing. The the uh, one part I just thought of that that was uh, that that stood out in my mind is um, when the two old farts get um, uh, captured and the one torture method they use on them, where they put a tourniquet on their head. Oh yeah, <laughs> not around weird. their neck, but on their uh, like around like their skull. Their, squeezing their skull. Yeah, and they just twist that tourniquet and like, and they're like, you know, of course they're macho. They're holding out, you know, because these guys are so fucking macho. It's it's <laughs> you know, the, when that when those um 
when that band of bikers saw them coming, they should have just ran away, which is ridiculous because if you saw them coming, you'd be like, okay, well, we probably got another three hours because it'll take them that long to get here you know, when they're walking so slow. They're old, and they don't even – they're not even – like Bronson at one time when he was old, like in um, hard times and stuff like that. I mean he was still really fit. These guys don't even look good in any way. They look like Tom Savini sort of like um, – I was going to say like Tom Savini's dad, but really they kind of just look like Tom Savini now. You know, he's old. Yeah, yeah. And he bumped into Sammy and punked him out too. <laughs> Take that, Sam, you rye. You were talking shit on me on your show this week. I heard that. Yeah, I know. That was funny. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to say that. He fucking bust my balls off. No, I love Sammy. He's great. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> you got. You, you have a lot of uh, Mexican. I hope they don't get into it this uh, in in a couple of weeks. I hope him and Sabini don't fucking rumble again. I'd hate to fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, Horrorhound's coming up really shortly, isn't it? Oh god, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of. Um, I guess if anybody familiar with Mexican exploitation films, you'll see a lot of staples in here. The old dude's one of them. Um, the uh, the really bad gun deaths must be another one. Uh, the <laughs> Everybody dies the same in this movie when they're shot. And I don't know if the director just knew one way how to tell them or if or what. But, you know, when somebody would get shot, you wouldn't necessarily see a squib, but the person would go like, ah, and their legs would kind of buckle. And they'd 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 always be the pause before they fell down to the ground every time. It didn't matter what kind of gun they were shot with or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and another one, uh, if a woman is going – if a man and a woman are going to have sex in a Mexican movie, it's probably just going to involve her with her shirt off and him sucking on her titties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there, were some, there were some poor look as Rick James said, give those titties <laughs> four thumbs down because there were some of them that were just kind of – that one girl at that party was just like jump, like making them bounce and they just looked like they didn't have any, any form to them at all. It was just like, here comes the blob. Bleah. I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They just didn't do nothing for me. Um, now, yeah. and, uh, now, Kurtz and uh, I'll call her Miss Cleo, the, <laughs> the psychic lady. She kept warning them, and they kind of had a weird relationship. But man, the 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 kiss that they had, he fucking <laughs> ate her face off. <laughs> Yeah, that was really gross. So, um, well, this is like these old men, just those old men kissing a young girl. It just it's fucking gross because you know their breath fucking probably smells like coffee and and uh, I don't know Vic Sav, and their, their lips are like real. Uh, it's like if you watch a fucking old woman porn, Dylan, and uh, uh, that when the old women are kissing, it's like they they're just gross, man. It's like uh, it, it looks almost like they're. They like they're gumming instead of kissing. Yeah, yeah. It's the, just gross. The Ugh. um, there's some really really cheap like gum, editing and gum. stuff in the film. Like uh, you know, like when one of the Almadas is kicking Slick. That's the gay guy's name, Slick. Uh, <laughs> he's kicking Slick. So you it you have one cut of a guy kicking a man on the ground, and then it cl- then it zooms in to Slick's face going like oh. And he's got blood on his face, and then it, then it back Sneak. out. It backs out. It's a, another shot with the kick, and then the close up of Slick's face again. It's really, it's really fucking bad. Um, and then there's a part where their uh, their truck breaks down, and instead of steam coming out, it looks like talcum powder because one of the brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you noticed this, but he taps on the hood of the truck, and you fucking see like a big wad of powder just kind of like fluff out of the bottom. 
from underneath the grill. They really it was the truck up for the movie. They had to drive the crew home. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was the that was that was what they loaded up the cameras in when they were done. So, um, and that's then, no joke either. I, I bet you five bucks that's the truth. It was this big <laughs> ugly suburban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these big old ones that just looked like it was like a you know uh, I don't know fucking forty feet long. Yeah, it, it was orange and red, or red and white, and you know it was pretty pretty bad. And um, then you know another scene where they're wandering around in the desert, and somehow Father Damien sneaks up on them, even though they were facing the direction that he. Yes, <laughs> and I mean, they, it, it, it's like all of a sudden, stop right there, and I mean, they're like, they, what? There's <laughs> no way, and it was on rocky <laughs> terrain and everything. And he must have he must have had a teleport man. He must have hired Man Thing well, to teleport them there. After what we saw at the end. Maybe he did sneak up on them. Um, there's a um, uh, when the, when their truck does break down. I have a funny one. There's a funny line. <laughs> it made me think of it actually when you said that the way that the Almadas walk when uh, they have a quote. They said, "Bring out the queer. We ha- we'll have to walk." <laughs> it's so terrible. Bring out the, <laughs> bring out the gimp. Yeah, so Gimp's sleeping. I don't have a whole lot uh, to add. I mean, this the, is the, the shitty queer movie. Queer but... tried to uh, the queer um, <laughs> slick. Let's, let's be a little politically correct this week. Uh, he tried to pick up a giant boulder and smash uh, old man number one over the head. Uh, which I mean, goddamn the other old man number two. It's like assassin one and assassin two <laughs> in wrestling. Uh, he's standing over there and he turns around. and He just sees like this the the, the queer. I have let's, these quotation let's, marks. Let's be PC. Mexican yeah. queer. The Mexican queer. <laughs> and I mean, that was a bad move by the Mexican queer as far as I'm concerned. He didn't have a chance. Oh, he wanted a, a chance. Movie. He should have, as Paul Newman said in Judge Roy Bean, if he wanted a chance, he should have went somewhere else. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, I feel the shit coming on. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> we've already been talking about it. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and rate the movie. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it was, it was funny in parts. It didn't have enough. I mean, uh, in comparison, which we'll talk about the other one here in a minute. Um, it didn't have near the, it wasn't nearly, uh, I thought it would have more sex in it. Yeah. yeah. Like it would have some more, more, more fucking you mean? Yeah. And, this, and the titty <laughs> sucking was lackluster. Those guys, I don't even think really wanted to suck those titties. It was just kind of like, okay, now suck your titties. It wasn't sexy or anything at all. No. Uh, there was nothing. The only sexy part was the one girl was pretty hot and I liked her pants. Um, I thought the, I thought the chick with the blue hair was pretty hot. Oh, I don't no? like. Oh, no, 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 no. She looked cute. <laughs> she looked beautiful. Did you say she looked beautiful? No. I said I bet if she took that dust dust duster wig off that she she I hot. I could grab her by the fucking back of the neck and fucking dust my coffee table. She was gross. I didn't like her at all. <laughs> um I don't know. It's hard to rate this one. It it had some funny stuff in it, but it was uh pretty like you said. I mean, I hate to say it was a piece of shit, but you know, it, it was uh, I mean, cuz it is what it is. Um I give it a probably like a three, um, <laughs> because uh, I don't know. It was. Uh, it, it, I think if you watched it, like if it was a bunch of us at fucking horror hounds sitting there fucking watching it, where you could make you know have a bunch of people riffing on it and everything. But watching it by yourself, I was like, oh, that's you know, oh my god, look at this! I can't believe that's fucking his wife or whatever. But it, I just I don't know. I give it a three. So you didn't, enjoy and, it. and that's a high a three is stretching it. 
<laughs> well, on those technical merits, I could say I could see three, but um, and I and I'm I'm a little biased towards these films. I love this kind of because you're Mexican. And I am, and it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you know, there's all there's a lot of countries that put out some really shitty cinema, but I've always seemed to. I have a I have a. I guess I'm, I'm more forgiving with this kind of stuff. Um, I, you know, some people are going to watch this and they're going to like, oh, this is boring. I just like it for, because it's just a mess. And I've seen gorier, I've seen sleazier. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, for me, it did, honestly, go ahead. It, it, that's exactly. It, it wasn't. As, it wasn't sleazy enough. It didn't have enough sex in it, and it wasn't. Uh, uh, it, it 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 wasn't. If it would have been a lot more over the top. I think it would have been better. Now I wonder, was this because I mean I, I know of course the the uh, transfer that we got the, the the screener was probably really good. It was really good quality, but <laughs> I mean most himself. of the people what they get probably was not. I wonder if this was like was this like made for Telemundo or something? Because it, it was it, it been, for TV. I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever. I didn't, really and and I'll tell you what, if they remade it, I'd fucking put Eric Estrada in one of those roles. <laughs> yes. Uh, Fat Eric Estrada with the gray hair. Yes, definitely. And Larry Wilcox would be in it too, but he'd get raped. <laughs> um, I rate this uh, for me, honestly. Though it, after you know, since it did lack some things, I mean, there, there's definite sleazy moments. I mean, fucking a woman getting off by a dying man, dying man's face rubbed in her. Yeah, vag. but that was even bad because they didn't even go. I mean, like she she didn't even hit, hit the badge, but she was down by her knee almost. Yeah, you know, yeah, so, but uh, uh, come yeah. on. I, for it ended up being kind of an average exploitation for me. Um, I give it a <laughs> six out of ten. Um, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's your opinion, man. <laughs> it is. Opinions That's are funny. like assholes. Everyone has one, and they all stink. Uh, mine itches too, and it itches. Just fart big. Cool. <laughs> a six and a three <laughs> glowing recommendations. Lemony Winks is fucking rotting up in there. <laughs> uh, let's take a break and come back and do our other <laughs> little bit sleazier film. La Cumbia, a little bit. <laughs> La Cumbia Assassina. <laughs> we'll La be Cumbia right back. While the global media is focusing on the aftermath of the global financial crisis, debating on whether global warming is scientifically sound or merely a political stunt, or reporting on citizens around the world toppling cruel dictatorships, I want to know why they're not focusing on the big issues. Is chess a better label than Sun? Did Richard Thompson or Britney Spears do a better version of Whoops, I Did It Again? Is Lou Reed or Van Morrison a grumpier old man? Do you think you two are a crap band? Do these issues matter in your life? They matter in mine. That's why I host Love That Album, a podcast based around music minutiae. Join me, Morris Brzezinski, as every fortnight, myself and a guest host will dissect a favourite album right down to its bare bones and discuss some of the latest music news. You can find the podcast either on the blog site lovethatalbum.blogspot.com or at lovethatalbum.podbean, that's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com, or just type in Love That Album, or one word, into iTunes. If your heart pumps to the beat of a Keith Moon drum fill, then I'd recommend you see a cardiologist. 
Failing that, you probably care about music passionately, in which case, join me for Love That Album. And you won't even have to drive your car into a swimming pool. Like a mariachi band in the middle of the street, people gather around. Put the dollar, dollar, dollar in the can. I wait, Kayonda. TJ Cowboys hang around. Sleeping in the sidewalk with a Burger King crown. Never wake them up. Massive to the rooster crows. Vatos vergallos. A little bit of salami in my belly and in my butt. I mean, uh, <laughs> that's gross. Don't knock until you try it. So, our next film this evening Ritmo, Traccion y Muerte, La Cumbia Assassina. La Cumbia. Zom, if you would please try to uh, synopsize this one. Um, <laughs> a hot nympho fucking causes lots of trouble. <laughs> hot Mexican Latino. She, she can't get enough. She is insatiable. She turns the heads of many men and causes... Mucho problemo. Whatever. <laughs> um, this one is pretty good. Sorry, my, <laughs> this one is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is kind of a. This one's almost like Shakespearean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this this lady becomes the, I guess, the go between between two very very different gentlemen. Both of them are kind of on the same side of the law, but one of them is kind of a leader of uh, some, you know, poor guys. They all live in the junkyard, and you know, then the other guy, like is, Fat Albert, yeah. The Fat Albert and the Junkyard Gang, or Fat Minivan and the Junkyard Gang. And then you have uh, Charlie Sheen's Mexican clone, who is a very nasty man. (laughs) He's a very nasty individual. Dracula. Dracula, (laughs) He's so nasty, his name is Dracula. Um, So this woman becomes, like, she kind of falls for both of them for, well, the wrong reasons both ways. But, well, it um, depends on you. Don't be judgmental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> and this is another straight-to-video, uh, I'm sure. Actually, it says it on uh, it says it on IMDb, Video 1991. I don't know if she's a hoe or not. She might just be, by definition, a fucking nymphomaniac. She likes she likes the deep dickin'. Um, she likes the book. Her name damn is right. Carmen. Um, she kind of reminded me of... Uh, a red-headed Terry Runnels a few times. Said something about her face, I think. Yeah, her face. Yeah. yeah. 
kind of hard look. I mean, you know, kind of, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see what you're saying. So this is directed by Cristian Gonzalez, who I can't recall if I've seen anything by him. I'm looking through his list. It's, you know, all, all Mexican films. So uh, I'd really have to look closely. Um, he does have 74 directorial credits since 1987, which <laughs> sure he does a lot of quality, quality films. Um, this uh, I don't know who played who. Uh, the IMDb is pretty lackluster, so we'll just go. Alejandra Busk. Blaze. Uh, what's the, the her name? Fil- the film. Uh, what? Carmen is what? her name in the film. Is that yeah, that's who you're talking about now? I, I I thought of you immediately with the way this film opens as we get this Thank you. giant polka dot ass filling up the yes. entire screen as she's walking down the street. For a long time. For a long time. It goes around from the ass, shows the front a little bit, shows the titties, and I cannot wait at this point to see her rack. And I was like, That's his ha- that has to happen, right? Right, 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 right. Um, now, I really have, and, and uh, Large William will back me up on this, I really have a soft spot. Or hard spot <laughs> for the, for the big hair, tight dress Hispanic ladies from this time period. Uh, don't know what it is. They don't even have to be super hot, but they are. <laughs> you know, something about it. I don't know. It just works. Yeah, a little thick. A little thick from the uh, waist down. Little, yeah. small waist, but got a little. You know, not. I, I don't know. I hate to say. It depends on your definition of thick, because some of my friends say thick, and they mean p h a t. <laughs> Pretty hot, tempting. <laughs> it's night, like uh, pleasantly meaty. Mm-hmm. She's got. She's I like got, the way she was. She was built like a woman. She's got nice big thighs and bit mm-hmm. and bit and a, a apple hiney. She would be like R. Crumb, one of his uh, dream women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, although I, I mean, he wasn't super big on big tits, but I mean, he like he liked the the uh, that you know the, the the thighs and the butt. I'm eating a can of fucking canned chicken. <laughs> oh, God. That's gross. Oh, man. It's good. Good for you, too. Is it? Um, I got to get some bland food in me to, to uh, stymie my fucking flaming asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, you know, share a little too much here, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what, I'm in pain. I'm still hungry. My salami's not enough. I need some cheese or something, man. Um, <laughs> Wash it down with some cheese. You ought to try and make some kind of a cheese drink. God, that would be delicious. Well, like they well they eat fond- they have fondue in this uh, in this movie. So yes, about, yes, yes. They're so classy. Drink. Let's go to this classy restaurant. Jesus Christ, what would you like to? Have? What do they call uh, when you have it? You have the cheese in the in the pot, and you have a little piece of the bread. <laughs> Um, and now, yeah, wine, the, it's a big glop of ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, class too. So. Uh, you know, this movie's just fucking great. No, well, I give it. <laughs> yeah, like I mentioned, this villain has really has a Charlie Sheen thing going on. Now you look at him from the front, you don't see it, but he turns yeah. to the side, and Sweet. we have fucking late '80s like Wall Street era Charlie Sheen. Big yes, time. yes, yes. God, I posted a screenshot of it. Now this guy, he. Doesn't pull punches when it comes to ladies. Um, <laughs> literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, literally and figuratively. Uh, I'm pretty sure the terms bitch and cunt are used far more than the, even the term she in this movie. <laughs> and, even uh, more than we use them on this show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he, he loves women. I'll say that. Um, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> now, I, don't, I, I guess it, the intent... Was kind of rape 
when they first when he first meets Carmen, we'll, we'll just call him Charlie or Dra- well, Dracula is a cool name too. So yeah. Dracula first meets um, first meets Carmen, and he has her roped up, but she doesn't seem like. I don't know. It's hard to tell. She'd be a hard one. I hate to say this because it sounds horrible. And, you know, we do have lady listeners out there. I'm not saying this this character in this movie would be hard to rape. <laughs> she likes Because anybody that wants to fuck her, as soon as you start, she's like, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, me. total, it's totally misogynistic. Now, uh, granted, she does have fuck, scenes where yeah. she is, uh, you know, she's presented as a strong character. But, oh, yeah. you know, come on. Um, there was one scene where she's having sex, and I couldn't tell if she was like happy about it or not. She looked like she was going to cry, but I don't know if it was like a look. Maybe it was just bad. They all look like that. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> um, the I hate when girls cry during sex. I mean, even if they cry because they're like, I love you, it just takes me out of the moment. My dog just tripped on the bottom of my chair. He's, he's <laughs> he fell over with that comment. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so Dracula, um, for somehow her tits actually come out of her dress while she's tied up, and so he starts tugging on her nipples. <laughs> Jesus yes! Christ! And she Man, liked he was, that. He was fucking pulling on him like a lawnmower. Yeah, <laughs> what? Like, like he was trying to start a lawnmower. Oh, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was like, wait, do lawnmowers pull on things? Um, and it was kind of hot too. So, um, that's no, whatever. I'm, well, whatever. <laughs> so, um, you know, you're still not sure what she. Which he gave way, her the purple nurple. <laughs> yeah, he didn't twist. He just pulled straight out. Then you kind of, you're still kind of wondering which way she's going to go because she's kind of like, if you're going to do this, fucking get it over with. But then she picks yeah, well, up her leg and puts it around them. What's that? I wonder how she prepared for that. Like, the, what was the method that she used to? <laughs> yeah. You know, because, I mean, realistically, the, the, she is an actress. So, you know, it's like I can't imagine like somebody like um, um, uh, Michael Cimino t- saying, okay, Meryl Streep, listen, okay, in this scene, Christopher Walken's going to grab your fucking nipples and he's going to pull your tits about <laughs> six inches forward. Uh, now, uh, you, you need a few minutes to pre- prepare for this scene. Um so yeah, after that, um, I guess they kind of fall for each other. <laughs> they just kind of start dating after that. So, and then we're introduced to Combi. Now, <laughs> Combi, Combi fucking is a sleazy bastard, and he rules. <laughs> he got fucking nice hair. I've seen that fucker, and I think he was in Scarface. Was he? I don't know it who it is. I wonder if it's Car. I'll look him up. We'll find out. Go ahead. Um, so Combi has a fluffy mullet. He has Combi. a little dirty stash. Mm-hmm. He wears a neckerchief at all times. <laughs> He's kind of lazy. Yes, he lives in a van. He Just always wears around. the same tank top. Um, never wears socks. He's a fucking epic hero. Now, he's kind of an anti-hero because, you know, he steals and his he has a gang and all this stuff. But <sighs> I like how I'm burping up salami already. Yeah, God, that's not good. I uh, like uh, how when he... Uh, uh, this is the kind of guy he is. I, I, I like when there's a girl getting attacked nearby in a by two cops, two drunk ass cops, and his response when 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 a, a guy runs over to tell him, "Hey, someone says getting attacked," instead of like getting up to go help, he sits there and asks, "Who's doing it?" <laughs> like, yeah. oh, by who? I'm not gonna get up and go watch these guys unless you know. <laughs> so and it um, was wasn't the girl the girl that was kind of like his sort of girlfriend. 
Yeah, well, well, his, that was his, his, uh, his, we'll just say it's his receptacle. Like, he doesn't really care. Come dumpster. Because his, uh, his, he has a quote later on that says, all pussies are the same. Well. <laughs> She's like, why don't we just start dating? He's like, why, do, why would I do that? All pussies are the same. Um, the, um, so the two cops, they, you know, they, they cram a rod up one of those, one of their asses and, <laughs> or at least we're, we're, it's implied anyway. Um, so we start we start jumping back and forth between Combi and Dracula at this point, and we see that Dracula has started to date uh, date Carmen, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when they go to the restaurant. Now, I got to ask: Do we really need five minutes of wine sampling and eating fondue? <laughs> this movie's hey, cat. you know that uh, goddamn Dracula was in Remo Williams. The adventure begins. Nice. He was, <laughs> and he was in Triumphs of a Man Called Horse with Richard Harris. That's awesome. Uh, Toy Soldiers, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. Fucker had a career, man. He was the. He might have been the highlight of this film. Um, well, I don't know. There was a lot of highlights. Mm-hmm. I gotta put some antibiotic ointment on my toe. Continue. <laughs> so, now I don't get infected. It's it's this totally ridiculous <laughs> scene where. They are yelling in the restaurant. Now, we're, we're led to believe this is a fancy establishment. Yeah. Now, I really believe that these savages would have been asked to leave pretty early on. And so, yeah, but you have to remember one thing. Dracula is a, is a cop. He's a and cop? And so – huh? Wait, he's a yeah. cop? Yeah. He was a cop. I thought His he was gang, just like a gangster. They were, like cor- they, they were corrupt cops, weren't they? I think he was a corrupt cop. He was a gangster, but he was like uh, – it was almost like Prince of the City or whatever. That's why nobody would – a lot of them wouldn't fuck with him. I didn't even I thought he was that. a cop. Maybe he was. That adds a whole Watch new twist to this complex tale. Yeah. Um, the – so yeah, I mean they end up like totally fucking on one of the tables while the waiter's just waiting for them to leave the, <laughs> the restaurant. I mean come on. Really? Um, now th- there's a there's a robbery that takes place. And I got to say, I don't envy a stunt man that has to let a squib explode on his eyeball. <laughs> I know. God Jesus, damn. that looked painful. <laughs> so the, his sunglasses just erupt. That's how Peter Falk got it. <laughs> the eyeball just rolled across the floor. Yeah. Um, and his his uh, or Harley Race was fighting him. And Dracula's gang, they have a <laughs> fucked up way. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Jarrett. He has a fucked up way of letting an old of getting an old man to talk, man. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Those hips were a thrusting. I am. Um, I thought it, I, I honestly thought it was a chick at first. I did too, and it was one of those deals where I was like, "Hey, that's kind of you know, a dominatrix chick. That's kind of you know, she's not bad." It's it's one of those deals where you get you get you get fooled. Like if you were watching the movie and you said to your friends, "Hey, man, that chick's kind of hot," and then the next thing you know, she turns it's a it's a tranny that they would bust your balls forever. Oh, you liked her? I was a dude. <laughs> you thought she was hot, <laughs> oh, wacky in the butt. Um. <laughs> oh my god, I felt so sorry for that guy. So they're trying to get some. Well, maybe not because you know at first he seemed like. He he was kind of like not – I mean, but then he kind of seemed like she was getting into it and he just – he didn't protest as much after Fucking she started man. getting yeah. – They take him to this dirty – I mean you – Would you so, talk? <laughs> depends on how fun it was, I guess. The <laughs> Dracula is talking on the phone to Carmen about when he's going to see her next. And in the background, <laughs> this poor old man's his asshole is just getting obliterated by this yes. tranny in, in, a, in a leather costume. So Yeah. He's – 
Yep. So, That's a strange, um, strange, uh, you know. And it was just like, he, I mean, it was like nothing to him. He's just sitting there talking on the phone. Like yeah. if you were sitting there talking to your mom and in the background, the tranny's fucking your, you know, somebody. So now Sorry. finally about halfway through the film, we get to the actual plot of the story. We, we don't just hop scene to scene of like just filth. Uh, there for a while we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, leave it to sleazy expo- a sleazy exploitation film to have a woman think it's a good idea to walk in down a dark alley late at night only to take off her vomit-stained pantyhose. Uh, and you know what? Okay, there was two times where the old man threw up on people, and that was the worst excuse for puke. I know. I thought he spit at first, and then reali- yeah, it, I later it realized it just looked like a little glop of uh, oatmeal. Yeah. so I'm talking a quarter-sized glop. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even have took my clothes off of If somebody didn't vomit on me any worse than that, you could just fucking wipe it off. <laughs> so, um, so she kind of gets attacked in the alley, and that's how she meets Combi. And it's a weird scene because she's like, okay, well, do you want to fuck or not? And he's like, well, yeah. And I, so I don't know exactly where that was coming from, but <laughs> she kind of, well, we, we find out that she likes the way Combi lays pipe, so to speak. Yeah. Oh yeah. He must fucking lay it fucking good. He must have a, the, the lead and he knows how to use it. <laughs> but the scene where they're first having sex she really doesn't look like she's enjoying it. I can't. Maybe it's because it's really big, but she like her face is all wrinkled up, like she's disgusted. Well, yeah, I think it's just that that he had a giant one, and okay. she wasn't like she was like, "Holy shit, this isn't even fun." But goddamn, I'm such a nympha. <laughs> Let me tell you something, people. When you watch this movie, if you didn't know who directed it, and somebody said, "Okay, I will make a bet with you." Do you think a man or a woman directed this movie or wrote and directed this movie? Put your money on man. <laughs> on ma- um, oh, man. That was the chicken cup. A chicken cup. A, a chicken cup. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Combi's cock is so big, apparently he doesn't even need to unbutton his stonewashed jeans to fuck standing up. Shit, no. <laughs> he can just unzip that fly and bang somebody that's standing straight up. Um <sighs> Did we talk about this already? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> There's a hole in the back. Um, <laughs> oh, wacky. They... <laughs> this shit's fucking horrible. <laughs> fucking just repulsive people. Um, and, then, and his gang just stands around practicing nunchucks in the, in the garden, yes. front, which is pretty funny. <laughs> now, now, did he? Okay. He was like, um, he, was def- he was sort of a, a, a junkyard player. Yeah. Because after he laid his dick to her, he fucking is like, "Hey, can I borrow some money? Hey, let's go out to eat. Let's let's go and get a snow cone or something." Yeah, so and he, he starts like, dating Carmen, but she fucking buys everything, and she actually to, has to tell him she's broke. And uh, that was funny. But um, he um, I, when when she gave him she she gives okay, Dracula gave her a really nice uh, bracelet. That's supposedly you know, really expensive or whatever. Okay. And she tells uh, – <laughs> his dick must have been like fucking gold because she says, hey, I'm broke now. And he goes, oh, no, that's okay. You know, da, da, da. So then she's like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here. It's like she was looking for things to fucking give him because she wanted the dick even more. Yeah. He goes and hawks this bracelet. Did he go and hawk the bracelet and then buy like his whole gang nunchucks? 
<laughs> God, I hope so. Because it seemed like it seemed like he went and hawked that, and then he had m- all this money, and the next thing you know, they're all standing around like a bunch of goofs, fucking <laughs> in the junkyard. So like, it was Rudy, Mushmouth, Weird Harold, Bill, and Russell, and and Fat Albert's over there with a big wad of money, and they're over there with nunchucks, like. This can't be rule that he doesn't give them money or food. He fucking gives them nunchucks, and their ha- those dumb asses are happy about it. It's almost like the biblical thing. Okay, I can give you a fish, or I can teach you how to fish. What would you rather have? It's, okay, he could have went out and bought them food, but then when they were done eating, they wouldn't have any more food. <laughs> he went and bought up nunchucks, and they can go hit people over the head and get fucking money to get more food. Beautiful. It's, and hit themselves I, in the nuts. Like I'm most. telling you, this movie is full of of Fun. life lessons. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> there's the uh, there's a really the movie gets even classier as it goes on. We um, love massaging When, <laughs> when uh, Charlie Sheen, it, he tells his men to rape this one chick, and then he sits in the corner jerking off while he's making duck lips. Yes, he's like, <laughs> take her in there and rape her. And then he just you know, sits there and watches like, them while he's rubbing his dick. So it's like they do it every day, you know. Uh, well, okay, do, I'm going to sit in here and I'm going to uh, <laughs> jack off. Take her, yeah, take her in there and rape her. Okay, did you notice? There's a scene when um, when he is in a bar. I wonder if they like borrowed a gay bar because there was pictures like very large prints of like shirtless men. Yes. Did you notice that? <laughs> now, Seemed all right to me. I was didn't it even... a gay bar? <laughs> I don't know. And I really like this the uh, the line early on in the movie when um, you get an, a better idea of what Carmen is when uh, she wants to fuck in a morgue. And she yes, takes, that was kind of strangely hot though. She takes her top off, so her tits are out, and um, and then she makes she like makes him go down on her, <laughs> and she has yeah. she has the line, uh, "Don't don't be afraid, we are all born from there." That turned me off. <laughs> Or did that it? kind of talk doesn't do anything for me, but fucking in the morgue was kind of – it was so weird. But you know what? Just watching it, it was kind of hot. But if you were actually there, that would be gross because I guarantee it would, it would stink. It would be like formaldehyde. Yeah, formaldehyde. Blech. Her pussy probably smelled like formaldehyde. <laughs> she probably had to bathe in it after all the jizz she had up in there. Fucking hoe. <laughs> and I'm not being sexist, people. I'm telling you what. This, this bitch was a hoe. <laughs> Yeah, so this probably could have been like a 45-minute movie, but they padded a lot with dancing. Um, this- well, it was probably actually longer, and then they cut out the fucking penetration and the cum shots. <laughs> yeah. This uh, this band, uh, Columbia, <laughs> I think they're called, they must be the only fucking act in town because they, they, uh, they perform at this one club that everybody just ends up at constantly. So you see, you get to see a lot of dancing. So we'll just say that. Um, Lots of dancing. Do you have a, oh, we'll, go, we'll get into your notes. What notes? What notes? Um, she she was hot and uh, she was uh, a hoe and uh, but I mean you know it's like um, I can't I mean there's not that much more. <laughs> it was just a, a, a I like there was one scene I think where where Combi basically he's like you know. I am Combi, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, he, he knows that he, I mean, he just looks like he's just indifferent. Like he has this kind of like, you know, sleepy look on his face all the time and he's not young. I mean, he's not like a young no, guy. No. He, he kind of looked like an older guy. Um, that hair, everything, you know, it was just awesome. 
<laughs> I like the chick. She was, but you know, but the thing is, she was one of those. I was just going to say the the B word, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but you know what we're talking about a movie that is so misogynistic it's not even funny. But okay, she was one of those bitches that she's so hot and she and she just you know screws like a goddamn wild animal and all this shit and everything. You know she's going to be nothing but trouble. If you saw her walking down the street, yeah. If you're going to screw her, you better screw her and just fucking run in the other direction because she, somebody's going to get killed. <laughs> it's, 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 it's probably not a. It's probably not a lady that is cool with uh, fucking yeah. in a, a broken out van in the middle of a junkyard. We'll just say that. Well, and then, and then her her friend is like, you know, okay. Even though she kind of gets away from. Uh, Dracula, she's like, eh, you know, he's a she, uh, you know, I like him, but yeah, he's nothing like Combi. Combi fucks me so good. Oh my god, he's so wonderful. And her friend's like, listen, he's a bum. Yeah. <laughs> you need to go for the money. I don't care if you like the other guy better. You know, go go for the money. You can fuck him on the side. The yeah, there, there's not there's not a lot in the way of. Of, uh, it's not re- subtle. There's not a lot of subtle. And there's not a lot of reputable characters in this movie. Everybody's pretty much a jerk. Everybody's kind of sleazy. Uh, um, Combe's even. He's the hero, and he's. Fu- oh yeah, he's a piece of jerk. Sleazy. He's a piece of trash, and he's the hero. Of the movie. I mean, um, you want to talk about people bust my balls on, on this show about like talking about fucking women. Combe <laughs> takes it to another level. He he he, he uh, could beat out like. I mean, fucking Rocco would be like, dude, come on, Jesus Christ, <laughs> lighten up a little bit. <laughs> well, At least uh, Rocco, you know, sometimes he'll kiss the girls after he like fucking treats them like total shit. That's nice of him. This, this guy, he's not, he's 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 in between Rocco and Max Hardcore. He's not as bad as Max Hardcore, but he's uh, he's got a lot of the similar traits of Rocco <laughs> with a fucking phenomenal with fucking phenomenal hair. Yeah, I don't. That fucking you know. I, I he lives in the goddamn junkyard, but his hair looks like that. That's like that movie, The Woman. Okay, The Woman is supposed to be this wild animal uh, woman that lives out in the forest and is like a cannibal and all this shit. But she has shaved armpits and bangs. Nice. You know, come on, people. Let's have a little bit of realism. Eh. Uh. Eh. Anyway, that was a shout out to Emily who loves that fucking movie. Well, we'll have a we'll have a we have, we want realism like La Cumbia Assassina. This is a this is a mirror to everyone's soul. It is the it is the quintessential realistic movie. So yeah, well, we can get into our uh, our scores here. Um, the, it was this, a, uh, this movie is probably uh, technically speaking less less plot driven and, and well crafted than than the last one, but well crafted. Yeah, well, it's, we, it's it's shitty. It's it's like I said, as far as the craft goes, it's probably worse than the last movie. But <laughs> if you like garbage, and I know you do, you're gonna like this one a lot. Um, this is one of the sleazier uh, Mexican films I've seen. Um, yes. You know, yes, sleazy, yes. She was re- like, you know, when he when he puts a gun in Carmen's mouth and tells her to suck <laughs> on it, you see her tongue rolling around on the end of it. So Yeah, she was given the she was given the gun head. You know, most <laughs> most women, I mean, if you're getting raped and the guy takes a pistol and sticks it in your fucking mouth, they'd be like gagging and they'd be like crying and everything, and it would be awful. She like fucking is sucking that goddamn gun and fucking giving it the best blow job you've oh, ever seen in your life. So so dirty, but um, you know. So good. This, this, <laughs> this one this one's good. Um, I'm going to Don't do that. They don't like it in real life. Yeah, no, no. No pistols in the mouth. 
that's, oh, that's what I've heard. Um, <laughs> the I'm going to give this one a chirp, chirp, chirp. 7.5 out of 10. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I give it an 8. I enjoyed it, and there's not a lot keeping me from giving it a fucking 10. <laughs> Other than the, the quality. The, the, the Wait, quality. You gave the last one a 3, and this one... <laughs> <laughs> this one was fucking awesome. That's why why the other one I think sucked for me is because I watched this one first, okay. and I was like, "Fuck, man! Now, oh my god, this is so good." Because I mean, I, if the other one would have had more sex in it, or if it would have been if it would have been sleazier, it just wasn't sleazy enough. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. You know, goddamn, fuck! What the hell's you know, fucking throw some. I mean, ooh. and like see- I said, the 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 guys at the fucking stupid ass uh, goddamn dance-a-thon that they would have in the other <laughs> one. I mean, it was like them just pulling out their girlfriend's tits and, and sitting there sucking them. They were all just sitting around. Either the ones that weren't dancing were sucking on tits, yep. and it was just kind of like meh. You well, know. We'll, we'll have this to. Do, uh, I know I, I I covered it on uh, Gentleman's Guide, but we'll, maybe we'll have to do um, the punks movies. Uh, Intrepidos. The sleazier punks. the better. Yeah, Intrepidos punks and La Venganza de los punks. Maybe we'll cover those. On, we'll do a double douche on the show and <laughs> and cover those. So, all right, seven point five and an eight. La Cumbia yes. Assassina. Definitely not for everybody, but probably for everybody that listens to our fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Let's take a six? break again, and we got a little bit of feedback this week, uh-huh. and uh, we'll be right back. Crom, I have never played to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember if we were good podcasters or bad. Why we recorded? Or why we voicemailed. All that matters is Metal Mikey stood against many. That's what's important. Valor pleases you, Krom. So grant me one request. Grant me action attraction. And if you do not listen, let to hold you. Action Attraction, the action movie review podcast. You can find Action Attraction through MetalMikey.Lipson.com or at www.pennycult.com, or by searching for Action Attraction in iTunes. Some enchiladas in the refrigerator that I'm going to tear up when we're fucking done. <laughs> Eat them up. Eat them up. We're back um, from break. I got a cold chill right in the middle of my, middle Mikey's uh, I heard it. Uh, fucking thing. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Mikey just fucking cursed you, man. Curse of Mikey. 
the curse of metal on metal. <laughs> uh, Mikey needs a like a metal Michelle. He needs a date a metal Michelle or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. We got an email and a couple voicemails this week. Let me flip to it here. This podcast makes me have to take a dump. I already did, and I feel like I have to again. That's probably that chicken. That's probably why my stomach hurts. Eating that fuck, I probably have botulism. Canned chicken. Well, we got a uh, we got an email from Spasmo. Uh, we actually yeah. got a it's a South by Southwest report. Um, What's that? Is that a gay thing? Yes. Uh, by coastal or uh, ACDC? Thanked us for a birthday party, playing birthday party on the show last week. The music so and sent us another track. Um, Spasmo. So I'm going to play this music while I read Spasmo's South by Southwest report. Here we go. Let's see what this sounds like here. I assume this is a party song. All right. Hey, make sure it's not too loud. Sounds good to me. All right. Hey, Loaf and Zom. Spasmo hey. from Austin here. A few notes from South by Southwest at the moment. For anyone who has been to Austin during the South by Southwest Music Fest knows what a clusterfuck of lame industry L.A. people, try-hard hipsters looking for free beer, and bitter residents the town becomes. Thankfully, I don't belong to any of that she-yat, even though I live here. And the smaller film fest starts half a week prior to avoid much overlap. South by Southwest is mostly music, I think, so... Um, I always try to fit in as much as I can, considering work, life, and here... Uh, here are the few things. Here are the few of the things I've caught so far. This is not birthday party. Uh, the tall man, Pascal Lagier. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I know you dudes aren't much into horror like myself, but I personally was a big fan of Pascal. I can't say his last name. Lagier's uh, previous film, Martyrs. I'm a big fan of Martyrs too. Uh, Never seen it. It was uh, it was not an enjoyable film to watch, but it was very it was a very effective film for all its brutal intent and thought provoking purposes, like a sledgehammer to the cheekbone. The tall man is anything but, but more like a confused, tepid whimper. Jessica Beale, there you go, stars as an angelic nurse in a small town plagued by a series oh, of child abdu- abductions rumored if to she's be... she's in it, I can't imagine that it would be good. <laughs> ...propagated by a mythical tall man who lives in the woods. No one has been caught until a mysterious, shadowy figure takes off with her child with Beale in hot pursuit. Then a, a series of completely improbable twists commence, and, and what started as a disappointingly straightforward thriller ends as a drama about bad parenting. Do not expect a horror film as the twists basically negate any suspense or menace that was built up in the movie to head-scratching effect. Jessica Biel is surprisingly decent, and the cinematography was nice, but that's about it. Here's the end of the song. Um, this was touted as the premiere, but no one from the film was present. Were they hiding? Four out of ten. Yes. <laughs> Good review. Four for out of ten. Jessica Biel's movies usually are four out of ten, but her ass is a ten out of ten. <laughs> Killer, then we got Killer Joe, directed by William Friedkin. Yeah. Then is that uh, Mickey Rourke or Val Kilmer? Mickey Rourke? Mm, Val Thomas Kilmer. Hayden Church, Matthew McConaughey. Gina Matthew Pichon. McConaughey. Same thing. Friedkin teams up again with bug playwright Tracy Letts for a little Texas white trash murder tale. 
I hated oh, Bug personally, but this was much better with a lot more comedy than I expected. Emil Hirsch is a trashy loser who wants to kill his evil mother for a large... Did I say that right? Emil Hirsch wants to yeah. kill his evil mother for a large insurance policy with the help of his dad, Thomas Hayden Church, his stripper stepmom, Gina Gershon, and a corrupt Dallas cop they hire known as Killer Joe. Matthew Killer McConaughey. Joe. Uh, complications ensue, of course. No one can do a convincing Texas accent. Not even Matthew? He's uh, from Texas. Yeah. No, one can, no one can do a convincing Texas accent, but the actual Texans, Church and McConaughey... Oh, there you go. No one can do a convincing Texas accent but the actual Texas Texans, Church, and McConaughey. But most performances are strong otherwise. Like Bug, the action is limited to only a few sets. That makes the world of the film seem a bit small. And the ending really comes out of nowhere. But it fit the tone of the rest of the film. It was rated NC-17, even though there's only a side serving of Muff, Titty, and McConaughey Nutsack, <laughs> but not a, not a full buffet to warrant that rating. I imagine Please. it probably stems from a scene involving bloody fellatio. <laughs> Good God. And Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders, that was supposed to be funny. Oh, bloody fellatio and Colonel Sanders. That was supposed to be funny or disturbing. I couldn't figure out which. When he says bloody fellatio, does he mean actual blood, or is he like uh, British and saying she was given him bloody fellatio? I think he's he's from uh, Spasmo's from Texas, so I'm I'm assuming yeah. it means actual blood. Dusty Rhodes is from Austin. Is he really? Yeah, the and son of a plumber. The son of a plumber. <laughs> I was to say the same thing. Uh, he couldn't figure out if that was supposed to be funny or disturbing. Good, Dusty. but not great, as some gentlemen say. But Friedkin shot gentlemen. Who the fuck are they? But Friedkin shot a cool intro video. For this premiere, since he was off being arty in Switzerland, seven out of ten. Arty. All right, then the last one: Paul Williams still alive, directed by some self-absorbed asshole. Probably Paul Williams. <laughs> Didn't you mention Paul Williams earlier? Yes, was that Big Enos Burnett or Little Enos Burnett? <laughs> uh, Jack Gleason, the... Smokey and the Bandit. It all connects. Yeah, documentary on the very GGT and C esque. Never heard of it. Uh, songwriter. Paul Williams, who starred in Phantom of the Paradise, was a Tonight Show mainstay and wrote Rainbow Connection for the Muppets and a few uh, easy listening atrocities for the Carpenters. It's not, no. A very nice documentary when it actually focuses on the man and what he has to say about his turbulent past since his limelight faded. But the director makes the irritating mistake of making himself an equal subject of the, of the damn thing. That's he has, bullshit. He has the crew film him, narrates his trials and tribulations, making the film, and interjects himself into various scenes where he should have been invisible. Who gives a fuck, dude? This uh, this approach to documentary film. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you? Were you? Saying <laughs> that's that? in the email. Okay. This approach to documentary filmmaking <laughs> has become so- very tired, and in this case, distracted from the actual <laughs> subject, who was full of humility and charm. Uh, I might have been a little irritable considering like I was sandwiched between two very old fatties that <laughs> that pack screening. I'm sending a track for oh okay. I'm sending a track from Paul's someday man LP considered a lost uh, classic of soft rock and light psychedelia. Various record collector scum like myself. Six point seven five out of ten. Shit, this is kind of long. Uh, props for playing the birthday party last week. You always have great music on the show. Looking forward to the dose of upcoming exploitation madness. Love the show, burp, burp. dudes. Spasmo. Yes, Spasmo. Cool. We've got a little South by Southwest report, man. We've made it. South by Southwest with a yeah. uh, man on the street, baby. 
spasmal. My daddy, the plumber, didn't tics. like all those hippie types coming in our town. Hippie types. Me and Sapphire, they didn't like when me and Sapphire were down there. <laughs> they definitely didn't. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> email. So email. Got a couple voicemails. Ix, Ixnay on that octet. <laughs> First voicemail. Hello, Finzam. It's Roop. Hey, Just calling in because I saw a movie that I thought you guys might like, maybe, called um, <clears throat> Death and Small Doses. I taped it off, um, I DVR'd it off Turner Classic. I guess it's kind of a rare one, but it's like Peter Graves goes undercover as a trucker. He's a um, FDA agent, and uh, there's an epidemic of truck drivers going too heavy on the bennies and yeah. um, getting into accidents, killing themselves, all this stuff. So Graves is on the lookout for... People using bennies and trying to find out, you know, your usual drug infiltration, trying to find out who the big sellers are and whatnot. <clears throat> Ever so, seen a grown I mean, man a really reductive description, <laughs> I would call it something like um, reefer madness meets white line fever, you know, Carol like, Joe Hummer. bennies instead of weed. Um, but um, interesting movie. I, I, I like it, and it's sort of grown on me as I think about it more. Um, but some really crazy over the top. Um, Chuck Connors plays this truck driver on Denny's, and he Chuck Connors. kind of off his rocker. I saw know. Chuck Connors get a blowjob um, from a guy. <clears throat> and Peter Graves, is Peter Graves. So. I did. Anyway, just a recommendation. And curious if you guys like Reefer Madness or White Line Fever, or just Reefer. Um, you might like. Mm, I mean, <laughs> anyway. Okay, bye. Salami. Uh, I actually haven't seen either one of them. Uh, Oddly enough, Waka Waka. Um, waka Waka. We should do a double of White Line Fever and uh, Reefer Madness. No, and <laughs> and uh, White Line Fever and Death in Small Doses. It sounds cool. I haven't seen that. Cab will repeat with a reefer on. And a was Chuck, was Chuck, on. Chuck Connors was the guy. He started wearing like a fucking Dodgers ball cap and everything he was ever in. Right? Yeah, he played for. Didn't he play for them? Did he? Yeah, know. he was a two-sport. He played, uh, I think, uh, basketball, professional basketball and baseball. Oh, yeah, there's a picture of him with the... And then yeah, he, he for the was Brooklyn fucked, Dodgers, and there his, he is in a, pick, in a Celtics jersey. He got his dick sucked in a, an old uh, gay porn loop, in, which you can see in a VHS called Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. Little shaky uh, black and white, old Chuck dressed like a, a marine and a sailor walking down the street. Get behind the bushes in the park. <laughs> Chuck gets some head. Om nom nom. Om nom nom. Gay for pay. Uh, I I just just to let you know, you you just posted uh, in face in uh, silver and gold. Um, you said that that Travolta has a smoking hot white. <laughs> uh, well, oh God, I hope I get another email about that. <laughs> Next voicemail. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, the cinematic is Justin Oberholzer, and uh, I see that uh, Loaf has a, has a name for his penis, the uh, Dragon Sword, the Magic Sword, whatever the fuck you want to call that little is that really him? thing that you refer to so. as a penis. That's okay. I, I want to say that I too have a name for my penis, and I call it Rambo, and the balls are Rocky and Balboa. All right, so I always get first blood, and I always get a knockdown. You know, and uh, it's uh, pretty much all I want to call in on him. Well, well, I did watch that Dean Yomo documentary. I thought it was great. Uh, don't really know how that connects to my balls, though. 
I guess both get tickled a lot. Is it is it uh, inappropriate to make a bloody penis joke when he's talking about being Elmo? Uh, so, yes, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good documentary. So I do need to correct you, the asshole, and say that uh, that uh, Kevin Clash he didn't work on the set of Dark Crystal. He was going to, but he had to turn it down for his two shows. And then he did work for Labyrinth right afterwards. I don't want to be the asshole. I just want to say that because I got because Dark Crystal, which I just picked up on Blu-ray at Walmart for eight bucks uh, the other day, uh, is one of my favorite films, especially with you know childhood favorites. So I got excited when I found that he worked on Dark Crystal. So, but then they said, "Oh, he had to turn it down." So I just I decided to make that correction because I was like, "Oh, wrong still, again." Still, an amazing documentary. Not as amazing as Rambo and Rocky and Balboa. You know, my my penis and my balls. All right, uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think he. I, I think he heard you. I'm beating myself during these these uh, voicemails. <laughs> He's like you're like one of the uh, one of those monks. That were yes, yes, the big albino monk in that fucking stupid ass goddamn movie about the dumbass fucking Bible. <laughs> or what was that movie called? Was that uh, Angels Da Vinci Code? Or da Vinci Code, one of those. No, Angels and Demons was good. Yeah, I didn't see the movie. I read the book. I like the book. Did you like it? Yeah. I mean, they talked about antimatter and shit, which was pretty cool. Oh goddamn! Yeah, but it had its agenda. What? I don't even know what his agenda is. I'm too dumb to read into that. Oh What's his God. agenda? It's an agenda, man. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares if Jesus was fucking uh, a woman or whatever. <laughs> Well, that's it. Uh, that's no, no, it for I feedback. Should, just, what? That's it. Jesus Christ. Where's my, oh, I'm not even going to go there now. We're falling off. No, this fucker's Jesus Christ. Every time, you know, hell, we get to finish early, get to fucking go live a life today. So sitting here listening to that shit. <laughs> I need to get. Nah, you know, we like all of our email guys. Yeah, check out great. Justin on uh, Freaking oh, Awesome oh, Network. Justin sounded like he was fucking, I don't know. I think he was I doing an of, accent. Was he? Some kind of accent. Something sure. seemed weird, like he wasn't himself. Maybe he was at work. You okay, dude? Let us know. And uh, Roop, check his uh, blog out at... <laughs> Shit, I just, I just farted on the name. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 Rupert Pupkin Speaks. Blogspot.com. And um, who else wrote us? Oh, Spasmo. Thanks, Spasmo, again for oh. the South by Southwest stuff. Let's see. Next week. Hopefully I can watch these. Um, <laughs> like I said, I'm going to be out of town for a while, but uh, we'll, we'll do our best. I'm going to try to load them up on the iPad or something. Did we'll you tell people do. that you're going to be out of town? I did. Yeah, I know, but they could go and fucking rob your house now or something. Thanks for the ideas, you motherfucker. Well, nobody knows where I live. Um, I do. You do. <laughs> so, do, you have, do you have like a TV or <laughs> Kind of. Extreme. Well, we, I do have someone house sitting, so we're not exactly uh, shit. Yeah. Are they are they big? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well armed. House and dog sitting. Oh, okay. Uh we're gonna do some uh fresh out of the big house double feature. Um I just made that up and it was terrible. Uh we're gonna do straight time from nineteen seventy eight, starring Dustin Hoffman and Gary Busey and Harry Dean Stanton and M. Emmett Walsh and Kathy Bates and Jake, Jake Busey's in there too. Jesus Christ. What's the, is it Teresa like Russell? Teresa Russell, yes, Teresa Russell. Young, very young Teresa Russell. Yeah. 
Wow. Tasty. Tasty. I'm not. That old fucking ugly Tracy Russell. Uh, Straight time from 78. And we're also going to do a Richard (laughs) Farnsworth movie that I'm not sure is on DVD. Um, The Gray Fox from 1982. It's on VHS. It is on VHS. In my basement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, the, The Gray Fox and Straight Time. To, uh, you know what? Dylan probably fucking heard. He heard Gray Fox and he was like, yes. <laughs> and you said Richard Farnsworth. He's like, mm. no, or yes. Sob um, in parentheses. So um, I think that's about it. My hands are shaking, man. I'm really hungry. Support your local humane society, people. Yes. Get your dog spayed and neutered. <laughs> and or neutered. And or or both if they're a tranny <laughs> or hermaphrodite dog. Oh shit, man! I'm on the floor. I got my comforter over me. I'm just gonna fall asleep on the air. Well, uh, that is that is it for me this week. Zom is falling apart, and I'm going to get more salami. Is that Zom, a do you have anything else? <laughs> what did you say? I said, is that a metaphor? Uh, yes. I'm going to go get some more salami. Nom nom. <laughs> Name Daryl. Um, don't read Green Arrow comic book. It's not very good. Don't read any comic books. Fucking grow that up. That stupid group is fucking taking up my life. <laughs> <laughs> it killed all other groups. Oh, yeah. I guess that's just say how to contact us. You can... <laughs> <laughs> Check out our our website at silverandgold.com. Uh you can also find us on iTunes. Sixteen hundred. Uh yes, yeah, so find get us uh hit us up, voicemail and email. Uh our voicemail line is two zero six three three nine sixteen hundred or email us silvergoldpodcast at gmail dot com. P.O. box. Find our dirty dirty <laughs> facebook group um find our wrestling and gold facebook group um and we started another one uh gentleman's guide to midnight comics sammy mentioned it on uh on their show this week on on gentleman's guide so if you like the comic books come check out that too and fuck um, yeah fuck yeah it's good man there's a lot of fucking nerds on there man we talk about comics all fucking night long it's great um, I, I'm kind of out of the loop on comics lately, so I am too. But goddamn, I mean, I'm telling you what, that, that we probably set a record for the most posts because everybody just kept posting. Check this out. Hey, remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Like five thousand <laughs> pictures of comic book covers and art. Awesome. And, yeah, comic yeah. books. I want to jack off on some comic books right now. <laughs> you go do that. Um, uh, that's about it for me this week. Zom, do you have anything else? Nope. All right. Support your local Humane Society. Until next week. Petfinders.com. I am the loaf, and I am saying loaf oot. Zom oot. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.